No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we conclude Psalm 18, where David celebrates the Lord's deliverance from his enemies. God's gentleness makes David great. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Today we cover the second part of a love song. This is a love song David wrote to God as he recollected the many times God had delivered him from all his enemies, including Saul. We continue in Psalm 18, verse 25. With the merciful, you will show yourself merciful. With a blameless man, you will show yourself blameless. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. The Lord revealed himself to Moses as I am. That is, he is the becoming one. God becomes to you whatever it is you need. So, do you need peace? He is Yahweh Shalom. Do you need salvation? He is Yahweh Shua or Yahshua. Do you need provision? He is Yahweh Yira, or if you prefer, Jehovah Jireh. But God also conforms himself to respond to someone according to his character. So if you are merciful, God will show mercy toward you. If you're pure, then God will show himself pure to you. But if you're devious, God will show himself shrewd. He outsmarts the plots of the wicked person, visiting his evil upon his own head. So, for example, in Esther, we saw how Haman brought forth a decree to annihilate the Jews and built a pole on which to impale Mordecai, but God turned the tables so that the Jews defeated their enemies and Haman was impaled on the pole he built. Likewise, God humbles the proud, but saves the humble. For you will light my lamp, the Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. You know, David realized that God had made him a lamp to Israel. His psalms were an expression of that light. But David himself was dependent upon the Lord to enlighten his darkness. God illuminated David's path through the word and through his spirit. And do you know the same is true for us? It's the Lord who lights our lamp by giving us the Holy Spirit and his word to guide our steps. And Jesus says to his church, you are the light of the world. So may God help us to let our light shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, right? Because we need to be shining brightly for Jesus during these dark days. For by you, I can run against a troop. By my God, I can leap over a wall. Beginning with Goliath, David had fought many battles against the enemies of Israel. And David saw the Lord give him many victories so that there was no troop and no wall that could stop him. Likewise, when we are fighting the Lord's battles, no power of hell can stop us. We are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. 
As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. It's a wonderful thing to know that God's way is perfect and he is willing to lead us in that way by his word. Jesus himself said, I am the way. So we look to the Lord to lead us in his perfect way and he does it through the proven word of God. 100% proof. And he is a shield to all who trust in him. He will protect you as you trust in him. For who is God? except the Lord. And who is a rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and sets me on my high places. He teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Who is God except the Lord? We could say that he is the none such God because there's no one like him. He's the rock that's eternal, that never rolls, <laughs> okay? Now, I was recently fishing with my grandson on the South Fork of the Boise River, and we had to hike down to the river, and there were some precarious rocks. It was steep, and I was looking for a good foothold, but some of those rocks rolled, and you don't want a, a rock to roll when you're putting your weight on it. God is the rock who never rolls. You can put all your weight on him, and he will be immovable. And David said, he arms me with strength. David had fought many battles, but he knew that it was the Lord who was his strength, who made his way perfect, who made his feet like deer in the high places. There were many precarious times in David's life where he could have taken one step and slipped and fell and it would have been disastrous. But God gave him like the feet of a deer in those high places. You know, how was it that this David, a shepherd boy, became such a mighty warrior and fought the Lord's battles so valiantly? Well, he tells us it was the Lord who taught his hands to make war. You have also given me the shield of your salvation. Your right hand has held me up. Your gentleness has made me great. You enlarged my path under me so my feet did not slip. David said, you've given me this shield of salvation. Knowing that we are saved by our faith in Jesus Christ protects us from the enemy's arrows of doubt and discouragement. And David said, your right hand has held me up always. Your righteous right hand is my support. Your gentleness has made me great. I love that phrase, God's gentleness. Now, Warren Wiersbe says of this that this Hebrew word translated gentleness means condescension. God condescended to look down and call David, bend down and mold David, reach down and save David, and then he lifted him up to the throne. We think of how God stooped down to pick us up out of the mire of sin and despair and set our feet on the solid ground of Christ. And then he has seated us with Christ in heavenly places. Jesus stooped down from heaven, emptying himself, becoming a servant, becoming obedient, even to the point of dying on the cross. And this he did so that we could become the righteousness of God in him. Who are we that God 
would so stoop to save and then exalt us. But that's the kind of God that he is. And finally, David said, you enlarged the path under my feet. Before, David had been in very distressful circumstances, but he said, look, you've given me a nice uh, broad path for my feet. I have pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Neither did I turn back again till they were destroyed. I have wounded them so that they could not rise. They have fallen under my feet. For you have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You have also given me the necks of my enemies so that I destroyed those who hated me. They cried out, but there was none to save, even to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them as fine as the dust before the wind. I cast them out like dirt in the streets. So David said, I pursued my enemies till they were destroyed. Now we need to understand God had called Israel to make war against those seven nations of Canaan and David had executed the will of God in destroying those nations and he left nothing undone, okay? He destroyed them and basically made them as fine as dust. He, He ground them to smithereens, you might say. He said, you have armed me with strength for battle and have subdued my enemies, and they pray to you, as even wicked people will pray to God when they are in a desperate situation, but God, you didn't answer them. You upheld my cause. You have delivered me from the strivings of the people. You have made me the head of the nations. A people I have not known shall serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they obey me. The foreigners submit to me, the foreigners fade away and come frightened from their hideouts. So not only had God given David victory over his enemies, but also from the strivings of the people. This speaks of that internal unrest when people are critical of your leadership and they're striving. You know, we know David experienced betrayal at the hand of a friend. Those are very difficult things to deal with, but David was able to say, Lord, you delivered me even from those strivings. And you've made me the head of nations. Not only was he king over Israel, but God had caused him to subdue the other nations around. And so they obeyed him and foreigners submitted to him. And this really looks forward to the time when Christ, the son of David, will return to rule over all the nations of the world. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. It is God who avenges me and subdues the peoples under me. He delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. You have delivered me from the violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, among the Gentiles, and sing praises to your name. Great deliverance. He gives to his king and shows mercy to his anointed, to David and his descendants forevermore. David says, the Lord lives. You know, there are those people that say God is dead. Not so. God is alive. Our creator is the one who is also sustaining his creation, sustaining life. Blessed be my rock. Praise to you, my rock, David says. You are worthy to be praised, for you've always been there for me, and you've been the foundation that my feet have stood upon. He said, God has avenged me of all 
my enemies. He has subdued them before me and I will give thanks to you among the Gentiles. It's interesting here that David, of course, was writing the Psalms that they would be sung as praises there in the tabernacle, later in the temple. Uh, But he also realized that God had anointed him, had given him this poetic and songwriting gift to be able not only to bless the people of Israel, but also the nations, the Gentiles, to give thanks to God before them. And we also should remember that. God has saved us. He's given us talents. He's given us abilities so that we should proclaim the glory of God among the nations. Great deliverance you have given to your king, and you've given mercy to your anointed. And I love this. You know, David is just so excited to sing about the great deliverances, and that's plural here in the Hebrew, the many deliverances that God had given to him and how he had been anointed by God. And this even looks forward again to the Christ, the anointed one, the one who would be the descendant of David, that God would also bless and anoint. And we look forward to that day when very soon he shall return to establish his kingdom in this world. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll look at Psalms 19 and 20, where David celebrates God's revelation in the heavens and in his word. Then he rejoices in God's strong salvation for his anointed. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.